So self-awareness is a first step to empathizing. You first have to be okay with how you are feeling, get comfortable with that. And then once you're then in that state of awareness, stability, that's when you can then open up to your team, support them and their emotional ebb and flows as well. Welcome to Management Development Unlocked, where you will learn how to nurture a world-class management team. And now your host, Eric Gerard. Welcome to another episode of Management Development Unlocked. I am inordinately glad that you're here. Please remember to support the show by subscribing, commenting, and sharing. Today, I am very lucky to have Lisa Alvarez with me. Lisa, welcome to the show. Who are you and what do you do? Thank you. Happy to be here. So I am a leadership developments manager, guide, facilitator, and teacher. And what that means is I help leaders develop their skills and EQ and feedback, conflict management. Or I do this because I feel that um, in today's world, really in the U.S., we have overused our right region of our brains or our left region of our brains. And so for me, it's, you know, how can we engage the feelings, emotions and bring that back into the work environment? So that's what I do. Oh, I am so excited to talk to you because the first chapter of my book is all about empathy and EQ. Mm. And so nice. you and I are on the same page with that. And, and I yeah. agree that empathy and EQ are critical for managers and leaders to develop in order to create a workplace that has psychological safety and, and gets the most out of people. So super right. glad that you're here, Lisa. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, our topic today, as you may have guessed, is empathy in leadership. And Lisa, my first question for you is just a broad one. Tell us a bit about you and what you do. Yeah. So again, I help businesses achieve their results by establishing an environment where their employees can thrive, where they can perform at their highest potential. And usually the things that disengage employees, it's usually related to their managers. Like we hear this all the time, people don't leave their jobs, they leave their managers, right? And so my job is to how do we establish an environment where, again, employees feel brave, safe, inspired, and joy. And so I do this by engaging their leaders, helping them improve on their EQ. And how, how would a leader improve on their EQ? So EQ <laughs> is very broad, right? Yes. So there's many branches. There's self-awareness, empathy, motivation. And so I hone in on self-awareness and empathy, and ways in, 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 in which we can discuss empathy, because, you know, that's, that's what we're focusing on today. Empathy is a leader's ability to enter into the, re- in, enter into the reality of their employees' world. And in that lens, they are then able to understand what 
drives them? What motivates them? What do they value? And through that awareness, they can then influence them, right? Because we're influenced by people who make us feel good. We're influenced by our our feelings. I mean, regardless if you want to agree or not, when is the last time when you went on a date or when you went on a job interview, what influenced you to be more, more engaged in the role by, you know, engaging the people, how they made you feel. And so empathy plays a major role in how we influence our people. I totally agree. And and you got me thinking when you said going on a date, you know, my first answer <laughs> in my head was, I've been married for 16 years, I don't go on dates. And then I was like, well, wait a minute, of course I do. Every week, my wife and I go out on a date and have dinner and just catch up on the week and just we have some time to ourselves. Right. And, you know, more and more, I'm being more conscious about how can I be better and more present during those dates for her rather than thinking about work or thinking about problems or whatever. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm here with Erin and I'm going to focus on her mm-hmm. for the time that we're, we're out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what influencing is. It's, it's, we have three human needs to be noticed, to be seen and to be understood or, and to be heard. Right. And once these needs are met, that's when our defense mechanisms are then reduced and, and then we're amenable to change, to influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so empathy, once again, plays a major role in how we influence our people or how the managers influence their their people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I love how you've talked a lot about how empathy, you know, what role empathy plays in leading people. Because as you say, people are influenced by people they like. Yes. Uh, You know, you can be scared (laughs) by people you don't like, but that's a really short-term strategy and and kind of short-sighted. So exactly, building that bond between yourself and your employees, each employee, which is going to be different for each person. You've got five people on your team, five different approaches. Exactly. I think that makes perfect, perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So let's dig a little bit more into self-awareness and mm. how self-awareness fits into all of this. Yeah. So self-awareness is the um, ability to first notice how you are feeling in the moment. Am I angry? Am I jealous? Am I happy? What What am I feeling? And then it's being able to be with that feeling. And as, you know, some maybe hearing this and say, like, what do you mean be with it? Well, these feelings, most of them are uncomfortable. We don't want to be with our rage or anger or jealousy. Like, no, these are bad. But if we're not able to be with our own feelings, how can we be with other individuals? And as a manager, if you are, as you express, leading a team of five, you need to be able to be in the moment with your team. And if you're unable to be in the moment with your own feelings, then there's no way in which you can establish a safe environment for your people. So self-awareness is a first step to empathizing. You first have to be okay with how you are feeling, get comfortable with that. And then once you're then in that state of awareness, stability, that's when you can then 
open up to your team, support them and their emotional ebb and flows as well. Because regardless, the the there was a phrase, leave your emotions at the door. I heard that when I was a young worker, but as I again became more more tutored and educated, like emotions are a part of our brain. So when you state that you're really saying leave half of you at the door, there's no way. And what happens is we don't leave it at the door. We bring it with us, but we then avoid it. And as we all know, whatever you avoid will continue to chase out. And these, you know, emotions will begin to to spill over within your work environment. And so again, as a manager is being aware of how you are feeling in the moments and then being able to then um, establish a space for your your teams to feel whatever they are enduring. And how can a manager build self-awareness? What are some things they can do to become more self-aware? So I would say the first step is just simply noticing, noticing. And that can be a check-in. How am I feeling right now in the moment? Am I mad, angry, sad? Just notice that, right? And become curious about it. And, and, and that's where the mindfulness piece comes in. So I'm angry and it's okay. We're human. We get angry. And anger is actually data. I'm angry. So what do I need in this moment? So again, notice your feelings. Be mindful of them, meaning don't judge them. And then then become curious about them. Well, what is this telling me? And so those are three simple practices, And I would say maybe doing this five minutes out of your entire day, which is not a lot of time, right? And so that's that's a way in which they can get that momentum going and that muscle evolving and growing. I have just recently started looking into mindfulness meditation Mm, mm -hmm. and just recently subscribed to Headspace, which is actually much cheaper than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and was much less expensive than the meditation teacher I was seeing. Right. And it's really good because if you follow Headspace from the very beginning, if you start in basics one, mm-hmm. the lessons are three minutes long. Wow. So you can find three minutes in the morning or in the evening right. to learn meditation from the beginning. And it really is from the very beginning, you know, and there's no judgment. There's no, oh, well, mm-hmm. you're, you're a baby meditator. You don't know. There's, there's nothing like that. Right. It's a very supportive environment, and I'm finding it finding it to be very very effective. So Headspace, mm-hmm. Calm, there are other apps, mm-hmm. but there are relatively inexpensive ways you can learn mindfulness, mm-hmm. so that you can be more in touch with your your feelings, so that you can deal with them, and then be the best manager you can be to help your team be the best they can be. Exactly. Something else that I've just I've started I've been doing now for I guess a year is yoga. Mm, and I nice. do it primarily because I am a very stiff human. So I <laughs> I go to gentle yoga. I call it gent, stiff old man yoga. But but there's I like a that term. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm one of the youngest people in the class, and also one of the stiffest in the class. Like uh-huh. you know, trying trying to do downward dog. Yeah. <laughs> but the 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 point I'm making here is is not only is it good for your body, but it, there's also a mindfulness mm-hmm. component to oh, it. Yeah. Uh, which calms you down and helps get you a little centered. So, 
you know, I, I wish I had discovered these things and really started to do them 20, 30, maybe 40 years ago, but better late than never. You know, the second half of my life will be much better now. Exactly. Exactly. And one thing that you touched on, and thank you for that is, you know, when we, that three minute morning check-in as, as a manager, what that means for you is you enter into the work environment grounded. And what does that mean? That means that you have an anchor, right? And that anchor means that you're not swayed by the challenges, the feelings, the change of the environment. You can lead from a place of integrity. And that's what we need, managers to lead from that place of integrity. And you can only do that if you're aligned, if you are rooted and grounded. And yoga is a great way. And for me, the reason why I enjoy yoga, I began my practice uh, a few months ago, and um, I do yoga three to four times a week. And what that teaches me is how to breathe through my challenges, right? If there's a posture that I'm holding, how can I notice my breath and breathe through this challenging position? And so as a manager, at times you need that. You need that pause to breathe through a challenge, whether it be having um, a difficult talk with an employee who is not performing well, right? Rather than being reactive, how can I pause, take a breath, become aware of how I'm feeling, what I'm bringing into the space, right? And then from that, again, awareness, I can then uh, support my people in the best way that I can. So it's just bringing in all of these practices in the work environment. And you don't have to be a guru in yoga, nor have to do it, right? But just the idea of breathing through a challenge and slowing down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you had asked me 10 years ago if I would meditate or if I would take yoga, mm-hmm. a yoga class, I would laugh at you. Right. I'm a, mount- no, I'm a I'm mountain sure. biker. I'm a scuba diver. I'm not doing that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's too touchy-feely, right? Yeah, way too touchy-feely. <laughs> so, but, but what you just said about, you know what, if nothing else, just remember to breathe. Right. Just, exactly. just focus on your breath for mm-hmm. a short time mm-hmm. will really help you relax and be focused so that then you can deal with the situation at hand exactly. in a more responsive way rather than reacting. Exactly. Exactly. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about challenges. Challenges. Yeah. So cool. what are the biggest challenges for new managers regarding empathy? Goodness gracious. So I would say for new managers, you just got promoted. You're happy, but there's also that imposter syndrome. <sighs> Can I do this? Was I really the right person? And then especially if you're a minority, right? It's like, oh my gosh, now I have to work extra hard. I have this extra thing to prove like, oh my goodness. And so what happens is it becomes about you. Well, I need to do this. I should be this. I expect this from me. And that puts you in a very narrow box. Whereas empathy, it's being able to open up your box, open up your your being and be enjoying your team. And so I think that's the number one challenge as we become so absorbed in 
our own expectations, our own high standards, which is usually unrealistic. And we forget that we are here to not only do work, but to s- serve. That's really being a, being a, um, a manager, serving. And you can't do that when you're so worried about doing things right, wrong, and perfect. So I think that's the number one challenge is how can I be good enough? And in that place of being good enough, I'm then able to be with my team. Because when we are, are striving for perfection, there's no way in which we can join other people. And I'm speaking from a person who is still learning that perfectionism doesn't exist, right? So I'm, I'm actually, I'm trying to take in what I'm preaching, but I believe that's the biggest challenge. Yeah, I agree. And and given that you've got a doctorate and have mm-hmm. done some amazing work, I can see how maybe you might have perfectionistic tendencies. Oh my tendencies. goodness. Of course they do. Of course they do. But I can tell you when I'm in, in that place, it's very difficult for me to be empathetic because I'm worried about me, about Lisa. And usually when I'm worried about Lisa, I'm not present. I'm not in the moment. And that's when, interestingly, I do the most harm because my behavior is reactive. Whereas if I just want to be good good en- enough, I'm open to being a human, which is making mistakes. I'm able to then be with my people, be with my team, because I'm not in you know a place of wanting and striving. I'm open. Right? And so that's where empathy comes in, is just being able to say, hey, I'm a human and I, I, I want to do good work and I'm aware that I am a human and, and I make mistakes. And in that place of gentleness, I'm able to be gentle with you and with my team. Yeah. And, and reflecting, I can see how when I've been harsh on other people, mm. it's because I've first been harsh on myself. Exactly. Yeah. We project out, right? We project what we do to our selves internally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, yeah, be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, let's, let's dive a little deeper into strategies to develop the skill of empathy. Mm-hmm. So what would, what would you say to a new manager or anybody really about how to develop empathy? Mm-hmm. Exposure. Exposure is very important. And when I mean exposure, I mean engaging with different people different people, people who have different views, opinions, uh, perspectives, beliefs, reading fiction books, reading books whose values may be contrary to your own, being able to, again, engage different ways of viewing the world so you can then open up your mind, it doesn't mean that you have to agree. And I think that's the myth with empathy. But what if I don't agree? That's fine. But at least you know, oh, this is a different way that I can view this. Interesting. Oh, this is a different religious belief. Interesting. I actually just um, became aware, goodness, I know I'm going to be clumsy, but there's a religious belief that I just became aware of. And I told my husband, like, isn't this interesting? Like, wow. And he's like, oh, it just blew our mind. Did that mean that I converted? No, but it's just interesting to know that people view the world in this way, 
Right. And so that's what I would begin with, just exposing, going to museums uh, or just going to a park and observing the different ways people interact and engage with each other. Right. Simple acts like that. That's where I would start with. Yeah. And that's really easy. That's so easy, especially if you're in like, you know, New York. I'm sure many things happen or like, you know, the East Coast. (laughs) When I lived in the Bay, I could just walk out of my home and see so many different ways that people engage. And whoa, that blew my mind. So, yeah, just walking out and taking a walk and just being a witness, Mm -hmm. just being a witness. Yep. Yep. So it's not it's not rocket science. No. It doesn't mean getting a personality transplant. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's, so, you know, and building empathy can happen, you know, in small right. in small steps over time. Yes. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's pivot now and talk about you. Ah! And let's Yes. <laughs> so, tell us about your EQ workshops for leaders and yeah. and tell us what EQ is again. Yeah, so EQ is the ability to be aware of your emotions, being able to regulate in the moment, and it has many branches. And so what I focus on at the Emotive Lab is, again, self-awareness, conflict management, feedback, and empathy. So I recently presented a conflict management workshop and the reviews were great. And basically what I do is I really embed self-awareness. What are the beliefs we have around conflict? Because it's not about the other person, it's about us, right? And so that's one workshop in which I developed. And I believe that new managers would find great interest in it because, again, they're having to engage in difficult interactions, I would say, on a weekly. And so this workshop teaches them how they relate to, once again, challenges, and and it helps them build their skills and strategies and engaging in that. So that's one thing that I do. I coach new managers and leaders as well. I help them find their authentic voice. What are your values, right? What do you find important? And then how, and then what leader do you want to become? And how can we work in getting you on that path? And so those are two things that I do, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a a different way of, um, training. So I'm not really a trainer. I I don't do a, okay, here you go. It's no, you experience it in the moment. It's an experience. Oh, that sounds so interesting. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts before we land this plane? Anything else we need to be thinking about, about empathy, EQ, emotional intelligence as a, as a new manager? I think you landed it by expressing you don't have to be a rocket scientist to engage this. Just little acts throughout the day. Again, just being a witness, being more curious. Like these are things that we do on a daily, but we're not mindful of them. And so anyone can be empathetic. It's just being aware and intentional about it. And as a new 
manager, I would state the thrive to be good enough and not perfect. That opens you up, opens you up to so much more. It you know allows more room for you to be there for your team. Yeah, and that's I believe that's all around that. And, nice. and if you want more, please contact me, <laughs> and we can explore it more. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our conversation. Mm-hmm. This was very enlightening and insightful. So how can people find you? The emotivelab.com, and that's spelled T-H-E-E-M-O-T-I-V-E-L-A-B.com. And just sign up for my oh. newsletter, or if you just want to contact me, that's fine as well. All right, the emotivelab.com. Mm-hmm. And it's a really impressive website. So Thank you. I, yeah, I spent some time on it and you've got some amazing testimonials. So well done. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Please mm-hmm. subscribe, comment, share, and connect with me on LinkedIn. Watch for my book, Lead Like a Pro, The Essential Guide for New Managers, which is coming September 20th. We will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Management Development Unlocked. Want more? Get a ton of insider tips and tools at gerardtrainingsolutions.com.